Just a kid from the neighborhood. We're all kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96. I fall asleep with the radio on. Turn my pillow to the fresh side. I fall asleep, oh sleepy eye. I don't dream big, just the right size. Modesty comes from mom's side. You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight and mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless. everybody to another episode of Guzman's Gridiron presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group Underground Sports Philadelphia live from the Double Eagle Saloon and Deck Bar here in Vineland, New Jersey. Kyle Bennett, Coach Guzman with you after one of the most overall team effort wins that I can remember in Vineland High School football history. A 3-0 win on the road at Pensacken to secure that third win of the season all in shutout fashion which we will get to later on in the episode but coach congrats on the win thank you take me through just the the pure emotion of a game like that because that was a total team effort win across the board to grind it out through three and three quarters of a game Colin Greif hits that field goal to be the eventual game winning play and game winning score right from a coaching perspective what is a game like that for you I'll tell you what that means the world to me it means that my kids Again, we're locked in uh, all week, as I was telling you um, in, in the previous podcast. Um, they executed on all phases of the game, um, and they they were relentless at the pursuit of getting that W. I mean, absolutely relentless. I mean, both teams were unwavering, right, for the first, you know, three and a half quarters pretty much. Um, but then the, the golden leg comes through <laughs> in, a big, in a big way. So, uh, so proud of Greif. Um, he only gets better and better every single week, um, as do all our kids. Every week we've been up in the bar. So very proud of all my kids. You know, from an offensive perspective, you guys were able to get a lot of the run game going. It was good to see Ryan Carter out there in a lot of aspects being that lead blocker for whoever was in the backfield, whether it was Cephas. Uh, you know, we saw a lot of Prince Porte. We saw some more of those wide receiver handoffs as well. Right. And then we saw the boy, number three, Tank Powell, running the ball with his legs. Talk to me about just the offensive execution, you know, from the run game standpoint to Tank finding his spots and picking and choosing properly in this game to pass the ball, finding open receivers like a Mark Mutcherson, like Mason Afanador. Across the board, I felt like the offense, even though no points were scored offensively, it was a very fluid offensive game and picked up right where you guys left off against EHT. Yes, um, again, you know, Coach Hendricks, Coach Wimbish, Coach Gilbert, uh, Coach Vizo, these men, you know, they put the time in, man. They put the time in, um, you know, and it shows every game. I mean, they just get better and better, paying attention to those little meticulous little details that you might not so much put so much effort or emphasis on. These men go ahead, make sure they grasp onto that, and they make sure that the kids grasp onto that as well. Um, and then it's just a, a, a show come game day. So um, kudos to my coaching staff. Uh, well done, well executed. And you know, at any level of football, they say, 
If you're not talking about the offensive line, they're doing their job. Got to give flowers to Coach Gilbert and the offensive line. Over the past few weeks, Tank has been almost untouchable on top of you know his ability to maneuver in and out of the pocket, but right. the O-line has given him time to be able to scramble, to be able to find his mark and find the receivers. Talk to me about how well this offensive line has just meshed from week zero to what you guys saw in that spectacular performance against Penn Saucon because I thought the O-line was kind of the unsung story in that matchup. Uh, you're talking about a group of guys that have been grinding since the beginning, since camp, since before camp. Um, they just keep getting better, Kyle. They keep getting better. Uh, you know, the communication is through the roof now. Um, I mean, they have their own set cues that they have amongst themselves, let alone the coaching that we give them um, and whatever play that we call. Again, they have their own adjustments at the line, which is nice also. It's almost as if, you know, you have another coach out there playing in the game, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, you know, again, can't say enough about our O-line. They, you know, they did their job. They, they uh, made sure that they got the seams ready for those running backs. Um, and they gave Powell enough time to throw that ball uh, when he was called upon. Yeah, I mean, across the board, the offense, like I said, it was super fluid. It felt like, you know, you guys were able to play offensive football, even, like we said, even though you didn't get in the end zone. The offense moved at your pace. You were able to kind of control the pace of right. the offense, kind of play with the matchups that the defense was showing you, and the offense didn't really seem to struggle outside of just not getting in the end zone, which there were opportunities. Absolutely. You know, late in, I think it was the fourth quarter, early fourth quarter, the, the fumble that happens, you know, in the red zone, that was an opportunity that yes. was there for the offense. But you guys make up for it, go down the field and get that field goal. But you know, the offense was able to move the ball at will, and it wasn't a struggle like we saw, you know, against the Holy Spirit, which we mentioned after that game. That Those hiccups are going to happen. You're going to get stuck in the mud against the number four team in the state. Right. It felt like the mud was off the tires the past couple weeks now, and the offense was rolling. Uh, you know, our offense is definitely matriculating the ball downfield. Um, it's, it's, it's a shame, though. So we, we were in the red zone for 14 times this past week. Um, so, you know, again, it, it kind of – it's like bittersweet. We know we were controlling the, the tempo of the game. Um, we know that we were, you know, taking our shots when, when need be. However, you're in the red zone 14 times. Something's got to give. We got to get that, that ball uh, matriculated into that, that end zone. Um, and we will. We will. It's, uh, it's a work in progress. It's been a work in progress since the beginning of the season. So, um, again, I'm just very proud of my kids. They put on a spectacular performance this past week. And he showed up two weeks in a row now defensively. The one and only Ryan Maven Mr. once Maven. again Mr. Maven. is able to scoop that ball up, put you guys in a position to win the game. It seems like his football IQ, he hit the books and got, you know, uh, not that his football brain was small, it feels like his football brain has just like it got like super soldier serum right and has just grown as the season has gone on and just his we talked about it last week his awareness level on the field when he's out there playing defense is almost second to none on this team let me tell you something Ryan Maven is a baller point blank period he's a student of the game um he 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 plays with the chip on his shoulder mm -hmm. you know um there was a point there where, you know, his leg was bothering him and, um, you know, he couldn't play for a certain period of time. Um, and that worked on his on his psyche. So when he came back, 
it's been nothing but you know flaming glory uh you know and i'm we're very very proud again as i told you week previous i was waiting for a staple mm -hmm. game from ryan and he gave us that okay and being the defensive player of the week i'm gonna venture to say he was defensive player of the week again this week i mean all over the field we just got out of the film room we're watching the game again mind you i've already watched the game three times prior to this i know what i saw i see a kid that's relentless to the ball i see a kid that studies film beyond belief knows where the ball's going he's not guessing mm -hmm. he knows exactly where the ball's going um can't say enough about him just a great kid who's come back with a vengeance and uh watch out for teams to come and i mean also defensively in there noah cruz to me finally had his coming out yes. party yes, this week was able to get after the quarterback was in there making tackles non-stop this entire game himself and we said it on the broadcast myself and terry love gavin gallo at that edge rusher position welcome to your new home brother yeah. because that position for him is a match made in heaven his ability to just watch the ball get off the line of scrimmage and make his way after the quarterback he's he's like a wild animal hunting prey yes. that's what he looks like out there and he just looks born for that position um i'll tell you what gavin gallo so a quick side story on gavin when he was a freshman i was head jv coach i immediately brought him up with me there was something in him i put him at the end spot to be honest he was playing end for me for JV, making plays. I said, son, that is your, that, that's your position mm -hmm. right there. Little did I know that he's, uh, <laughs> he's a <laughs> plug and play wherever I want him to yep. play. Uh, you know, you're talking about a kid who can just grasp onto anything, offense, defense. I mean, he was the quarterback of our team, tight end, D end. Linebacker. Linebacker. I mean, this kid is a ball. Long snapper. Long snapper. <laughs> Again. He is has a, a special teams player. touchdown to his name this yes. year. A football player, Kyle. I mean, <laughs> and, and it's funny because the other day he said, before we play EHT, he says, Coach, in the hallway, Coach, you remember uh, when I was a freshman? You told me I would be a really good DA. <laughs> I said, Gavin, you are. But you're so much more now. You're a yeah. I mean, you're a total football player. This yeah. is a guy you can count on any, anywhere. anywhere on the field. Um, very proud to have him on. He reminds me of Chris Long playing that yeah. edge rusher position where He's Chris Long was like man. a stand-up linebacker in a 3-4, but can also you know put his put hand, hand in, in the, the dirt, dirt and get after the quarterback at the DN spot. Absolutely. It's very Chris Long-like, yeah. which is very cool. Very smart kid, knows his position or wherever you put him, per se, anywhere on the field. Um and as, as, as far as Noah Cruz, you were absolutely right in saying that this was his staple game. Um, he was all over the field. I've said it before. He's a sideline-to-sideline -side linebacker. Um, him and Julius together there, it, it's a two-headed monster. Uh -huh. However you want to eat. Yep. You want to you <laughs> you take the plate, somebody's going to grab it from you. Yep. You want to go ahead and give the plate, somebody's going to still grab it from you. Um, these kids are just uh, they're coming into their own now. The, the, the fluid nature of the game is, is coming to them second to none. And um, 
I'm, I'm still waiting for more sparks to fly, man. Mm -hmm. Season's not over, Kyle. It's not over. It's not over. We will talk about that in just a minute. Uh, obviously, Colin Greif hitting that field goal wins the game for you guys. Easily player of the game. We all we also gave player of the game this week to Tank Powell for the way that he has just progressively gotten better and better at the quarterback position. Yeah. So co-player of the week this week right. brought to you by Allen Associates, our presenting sponsor. Uh, and if you're looking for a reliable and experienced insurance agency that caters to all your needs, look no further than Allen Associates Insurance Services. With over six decades of experience under their belts, they specialize in health insurance, financial services, and accounting. And whether you're a part of the public or private sector, they've got you covered. Their family-owned business currently helps upwards of 300 groups throughout New Jersey, providing them with the best insurance options available. You can now easily learn more and access their services by visiting their brand-new website, which is linked in the description on audio and on YouTube, and it's probably on the screen because you should be watching on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. uh, so check out their website and join the family and let them help you secure your future. You can also con contact them today by calling 856-692-2250. That's 856-692-2250. Big thank you to Allen Associates for sponsoring Guzman's Gridiron and our player of the game segment. Talk to me about Colin Greif and just the absolute mm. stones to go <laughs> out there and just cold-blooded, you know, a pressure situation for the first time this year right, in right. kicking a field goal that can one way or the other swing the course of the game. It's been back and forth, 0-0 zero, zero the whole time. There's four minutes left in regulation right. for him to go out there. Routine, that field goal probably would have been good from 43 yards, Absolutely. maybe even longer with how much you know distance it got after it went through the uprights. Right. Just talk about just the, the ice in his veins to go out there and do that with ease. Uh, again, Colin Greif, a.k.a. the Golden Leg, he is an amazing kid. Uh, he's an amazing football player, and... I've said it before. I have zero qualms of putting him out there at any point. Said it last week. I, I mean, it's the truth. Zero qualms. This kid is a student of the game. He hones in on his craft. He's constantly making sure that he gets better, asking for critiques. Um, and guess what? I always keep him right here. Mm -hmm. There is no yelling at their kid. There is none of that. None, none of that goes on. Everything is – you're going to laugh now. So this past game, before that kick, I said, so come over here, Craig. I said, don't worry, because previous, he had a, a punt that went kind of a right. fly, right? Okay. So I pulled him over, no yelling, talked to him. I said, listen, this is what I want from you. You know that I'm going to pull the trigger if we get within range. Mm -hmm. That you know, right? He goes, yeah, coach. I said, so what I want you to do is, Go into your happy place. <laughs> I, had bring, I, had bring, I had to bring Happy Gilmore back. There we I go. I had to bring it back. <laughs> so I told him, go to And he, right away, his face, you know, like Coach Rue, I'm like, yeah, I mean, all right, so it's playoff game, you know, right. a playoff game here. It was a playoff-like Play environment. Yeah, absolutely. The intensity was through the roof, you know. Um, but I always got to make sure that he smiles. Mm -hmm. When I see him smile, I know it. Game over. It's game over. It's that <laughs> thing's going through the uprights from 50. Right. Because I've seen him kick them from 50. Exactly. At practice, um, and the rest is is history. Kyle, like this man sets up. It was a routine chip shot for him. Boop. Right on through the uprights from the right hash, mind you. Wasn't directly in the mm -hmm. middle of the field. And um, again, the trust is there not only on my end, but his teammates 
have zero qualms. When they go out there, everything's routine. Boom, boom, boom. Marcelino puts out a great show during the week as far as going over all adjustments if need 100%. be. 100%. And the, the rest is history. The man kicks it through, you know, and wins us the game. Wins us the game. So shout out to you, man. You're going to be an asset wherever you go, Grafe. Great kid. To have the type of game environment, you know, we talked about it a little bit at the top of the show too, but for that back and forth type of play, Right. To have that playoff-like environment, both teams feeling like they're vying for a postseason spot in their particular, you know, portion of the bracket and everything. Yes. To navigate through that as a coaching staff for the first time for you as a head coach, was there anything from previous years that you tapped into during the game to kind of put you in a mindset from a play-calling standpoint, from a decision-making standpoint that was like, okay, if we do this, we can win this game. We can put ourselves in the driver's seat and try to determine our fate. Um, I'll tell you what, you know, I, I, I attribute a lot of my, uh, you know, mindset, if you will, um, by way of, you know, just watching great coaches throughout my years. You know, I've been, uh, you know, blessed and fortunate to have the coaching that I have since I was younger all the way through college and, you know, involving myself with uh, Coach Russo when he got the head coaching job at, uh, at Vineland. Um, so I've taken attributes from all these men. Um, and one of the biggest attributes is you can't get too high, you can't get too low. Live in that moment. Live in that threshold. And, you know, every decision that you make, make sure that it's based upon, uh, you know, the situation at hand. But don't get flustered at any point when going ahead and, you know, if you make that decision, whatever decision you make, you got to live with. So... I've, I've kind of just, you know, again, taken from all my coaches that I had previous um, and my man Danny as well, um, who did a great job for violence and continues to do a great job for violence. Um, so, yeah, that's how I've gotten my, my ice in my veins, if you will. To go into a season and come away at the high school level with one shutout win is impressive on its own. Right. To come away from a high school season with two shutout wins is very impressive. To walk away from this regular season with three shutout wins for this team. Talk to me about <laughs> Coach Smith, Ryan Shelton, and just the talent on this defense to go out there and pitch three shutout victories in 2023. Um, again, Batman and Robin are out on the case. Kyle, they're just out on the case. You know, Gotham City's best. They, uh, they're special guys, man. The attention to detail is is uncanny. Uh, the kids know this. The, the The level of expectation is through the roof. Through the roof. I mean, I don't even think NFL guys can put up with their <laughs> level of expectation. But again, the kids know it's all for their own good. Um, the kids are treated with respect, the love, but you know it's 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 that tough love, it's that tough love that they get given, um, and in return, this is their, this is their you know uh, a win per se, mm -hmm. besides the team win. Dude, you're pitching shutouts, you're pitching shutouts with an S on the end. Yes, um, and shutouts in a in, in a in a fashion that are just dominating fashions, not just all right they got a shutout. No 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 no, watch the game. Mm -hmm. 
watch the game and really see the domination that these kids are putting up there. Even though some of them are very undersized, they're playing with a ton of heart. And so, you know, kudos to, to Coach Shelton, Coach Smith. They're just, they're a beautiful duo, man. So hats off to them. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. We certainly did in the booth, and it felt that way. I don't know if you guys felt this way. For a bunch of that first half, it felt like they were no huddle punting when they were punting you guys yeah, the ball. Hit. They quick were hit. quick pitching those punts. Talk to me about Marcelino's ability as a special teams coach to adjust to that and then kind of nullify that as the game progressed. That's the first time I've seen somebody kind of no huddle on a punt situation, which right. was very interesting. Right. Um, but talk to me about navigating through that and then Marcelino's attention to detail to kind of, you know, nip that in the butt and, and get rid of it. Uh, again, Marcelino's great. Um, we love having him on staff. And his attention to detail is very evident, very, very evident. Um, you know, something like that, you don't practice for right it's 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 something that you know during the course of the game you have to adjust his adjustments are on the fly and they're like this i mean it's it's a matter of him getting into that huddle letting the kids know exactly where he wants them um and again he always puts them in successful winning spots and um you know it it, it really didn't change the course of the game or anything like that he made his adjustment done you know so so again Marcelino, great job. Keep it up. You're doing fantastic. And he's going to be here for, for the mainstay, I'll tell you that much. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I don't think I've seen him this year so ready to, like, skyrocket into the air after that win yeah. on Friday night. Um, <clears throat> to, to navigate through, we talked about it last week, some of just, like, the lack thereof, you know, discipline that Pensacken had a young right. team, you know, a lot of penalties right. as the game progressed. Talk to me about just this team from Vineland High School's ability to stay the course, not let those affect their ability right. during the game and let those, you know, penalties that Pensacken was committing throw them off their game, whether it was on offense or defense. Uh, I'll tell you what, we run a, 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 a tight ship. Um, so as far as our kids, you know, uh, doing undisciplined things, you don't really see that from violence. Um, you know, again, our coaching is specifically detail-oriented, so things of that nature, they know that would drive us through the roof. Um, so in turn, they just execute, man. They they, they really um, try to hone in and, and stay on sides and not uh, commit any encroachments or any type of penalties. Of course, penalties are part of the mm -hmm. game. There's going to be a few here and there. But I think we were pretty much flag-free with the exception of maybe two or three <laughs> flags that we got in the beginning uh, right. in, the, in the first half. Other than that, it was pretty, pretty uh, mistake-free football. So, again, kudos to my kids. You know, something that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Congratulations, Coach. Your first road win <laughs> of your career. Thank you. To Thank go you. in and finally get that, you know, Thank you. checked off the list. What was it like to, to come away finally, final opportunity of the regular season to get that road win under your belt? Um, it was how was surreal again, um, but to be honest, I I didn't think about it once. I really didn't. I was just thinking about did we make it? Did we not make it? Right. You know, the kids. I want I want the kids in. You know, and um, you know, I know that we handled our end. Mm -hmm. We had a win, um, and we did. 
the rest were up to the football gods, and we just fell short. I mean, literally just fell short of, of entering the, um, you know, the state playoff uh, divisional bracket. Um, but it's okay. Uh, kids understand. I gave them the information first thing uh, once I got it all hot off the presses. Um, and they've taken it, you know, on the chin. Um, they know that there's a lot more at stake than just all right, us going to the state divisional round of playoffs, we could end the season ultimately with a winning record. Mm -hmm. um, so now our focus is on cleaning up the rest of these games, uh, you know, come this, you know, this half of the season. And then um, Turkey Day, man, a big day, big day. So um, the kids are, are rearing to go for this Thursday. Again, Eastern is our opponent. We're not looking forward to anything else but Eastern. Um, so our kids are, are flying high on that. We'll, uh, we'll mention that game in the second half of the show. Obviously, we'll preview everything. But, um, you know, your first regular season under your belt, a 3-5 and five record. Like you said, you guys left some meat on the bones. But to walk away with the 3-5 and five record, the three wins coming in the way that they did. Right. Talk to me about your first season, you know, as a head coach, regular season-wise, right. in the books. Um, I'll tell you what, it was a lot of ups and downs. It was a lot of transitioning. It was a lot of, uh, you know, getting to know uh, the lay of the land by way of not the coaching aspect, but the, you know, all the other intangibles, parents and, and administrators and all this other stuff that people have no idea about when it comes to coaching, you know. Uh, even to the point of getting the kids their uh, uniforms dry cleaned. Um, you know, it's three levels. That's a lot of – it's a lot. It's just a lot of work. That's a lot know? of laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of laundry, a lot of work. Um, you know, but, but again, it, it, it's, it's been an experience, been a great experience. Um, I wouldn't want it any other way, man, right here in Violin with my guys, my kids. Um, so just an awesome, awesome experience for my first year. Kind of felt like the perfect storm, too, that game against Pensacola, and it's the South Jersey Gridiron game of the week, and old pal Tom McGurk is in town. Yeah, he is. How fun was it to have Tom back on the sidelines? You know, not as regular anymore, but just all the merging that a lot of these papers have right. done and the transfer to online and everything. But to have Tom back, he's – a Vineland football staple, pretty much, uh, to have him back on the sidelines, see him after the game. How fun and special was that for you? That was very special to me. Uh, Tom McGurk is a great person, a great person for the community, a uh, great person, you know, for the kids. He's, he's a true testament to how reporters should really hone in on their mm -hmm. craft. Um, just, you know, a breath of fresh air. And, and it's always nice to, to, you know, have talks with him. He, he again, knows his craft, um, utilizes every type of tool that he can to go ahead and put these kids on d different platforms. Um, so thank you, Tom, for what you do. Excellent. And Excellent he, work. He, he cares about every school, too, Absol which absolutely. is really awesome to see. Like, absolutely. Tom is somebody I looked up to coming up, you know, in the, in the journalistic world and everything. And, you know, he's always been there to bounce ideas off of and has supported – this endeavor since day one with Coach Russo and now uh, obviously with the transition to Guzman's gridiron. But, yep. Um, yep. you know, to have him on the sidelines is always fun. And that goes for, you know, the Josh Friedmans, the Anthony Coppola's, yes. Mark Tribble, 
the the whole nine yards whenever Absolutely. they're in town it feels like that big game yeah. is happening yeah. so to have uh, Tom there was really really cool it was it was excellent it was it was nice just getting to to talk with him and and you know always when he always comes it's always a, a you know it's weird because it's like he looks at me I look at him our smiles like <laughs> automatically light up you know he's just a good guy to be around. And uh, again, he's he's awesome for the kids of any community because he puts spotlight on any community that there's sports going on. There's Tom. Mm -hmm. He's there to cover it, and um, you know he's a he's a great person and and great accolade to have on on staff as far as you know any type of paper. He's a know. South Jersey staple. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna dive into everything that transpired with the postseason. The upcoming matchup against Eastern, and where we go from here as we, you know, go down this this back end of the schedule. Yep. We're gonna have a word from our sponsor, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on Guzman's Gridiron, presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia and the Red and Gray Gridiron Group. This episode of Guzman's Gridiron is brought to you proudly by Allen Associates. And if you're looking for a reliable and experienced insurance agency that caters to all your needs, look no further than Allen Associates Insurance Services. With over six decades of experience under their belts, they specialize in health insurance, financial services, and accounting. Whether you're part of the public or private sector, they've got you covered. Our family-owned business currently helps upwards of 300 groups throughout New Jersey, providing them with the best insurance options available. You can now easily learn more and access our services by visiting our brand new website, allenassos.com. That's A-L-L-E-N-A-S-S-O-C.com. Link is also in the description of this episode. So join the family and let us help you secure your future. Contact Allen Associates today by calling 856-692-2250. That's 856-692-2250. We want to thank Allen Associates for being a proud partner of Guzman's Gridiron, the official Violent High School football coaches show on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Now, let's get back to the show. And welcome back, everybody, to Guzman's Gridiron. Big thank you to our sponsors. So, Coach, obviously you hinted at it before uh, our word from our sponsors just missed out on the, the state playoff bracket by like .4. Talk to me. I, I feel like a lot of people at home listening, a lot of people uh, watching, don't really know the ins and outs of how teams get in, how the system works. From your knowledge of everything, can you just give us a layout of how, you know, the who gets in, who gets out type of situation plays out with PowerPoints and everything? All right. So, you know, playoff scenario, of course, you got your PowerPoints um, and you got your strength of schedule. You got these residual points that come by way of that. Um, so that's how they tally up, uh, you know, who's going to be in, who's going to be out. And uh, as you said, I was, our team was, <laughs> we just missed it, you know, point four, but that point four put somebody else above us. Um, it's the rules. It's what it is. Um, so, you know, going into the next season, um, what we've learned as a staff, we've got to, you know, align our, our games a little better as far as strength of schedule which we will, um, we'll make sure that, you know, something like this doesn't happen again. You know, if, it, if it's, if it's going to be up to, you know, residual points, we're going to make sure that we have that tallied up in our favor. And to, you know, kind of look back at the season two where, 
you know, we've talked about it at Sun where that Oakcrest game, a couple plays here and there, could have gone another way to improving the record. The Clearview game, three minutes and 30 seconds left in the game. You, you guys had that game in hand. How much, you know, does that get talked about amongst the team in a situation like this? Not that it's a something you hold on to and burden, but right. to kind of, you know, opens your eyes a little bit and, like, says, hey, you know, if we clean some things up here at that point in the season, maybe we're not talking about missing out by point no. four. Maybe we're talking about a five and three record, a four and four record. Right. And, you know, we find ourselves in the state playoff for the first time in a couple of years. Um, the kids see the beauty of our kids is they understand that. Uh, they understand that, you know what, if we would have taken care of our responsibility earlier this season, we wouldn't be talking about this. We would be in the state playoff divisional tournament. Um, however, we didn't. So you can't cry over spilled milk. Mm -hmm. It's on to the next phase of the, uh, of the season, and that is, you know, the consolation bracket um, tournament. So we're poised and ready, man. We're poised and ready. We've seen a ton of film today. Um, we put in our install. So uh, come tomorrow, hard hats on, and we're going out there, business-like mentality for the next couple of days. And then come Thursday, it's, it's 6 o'clock, lights. Let's go. Consolation bracket, a familiar opponent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, comes around full, full. Comes it? around full <laughs> circle. Um, how funny is that? That, you know, last year, consolation bracket, Eastern comes to town. Yeah. Your first year coaching now, consolation bracket. Eastern Eastern's to coming town. to town. Hopefully those refs aren't coming to town. Yeah. But how how funny is it that the stars align that way, that, you know, your final first home playoff game last year as an assistant coach right. is now your first home consolation playoff game as the head coach? Um, it's weird how energy works, Tom. <laughs> it really is, man. It's so weird. When I saw that jump out, I'm like, for real? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? This again? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but guess what? It, it, it worked out the way it should. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. And um, we're going to just go out. Again, we're going to give uh, the community of Island what, what it deserves. You know, uh, a team, they're going to see a team that is relentless in their pursuit and a team that's definitely never going to give up at all. They're going to give you your all. So um, make sure you come out in Groves Thursday, 6 o'clock, guys. Watch us. Go ahead and play against Eastern High School. A little Thursday night football yeah. action at yeah. Gatone Stadium. How fun is that? You know, you guys have obviously played Saturday afternoon, the typical Friday night. Right. How much does it change the schedule, too, obviously, with it being a short week? How much do you have to pack into these different days to be on schedule, to be ready for a short week? So, um, again, I say it over and over, but attention to detail is, is a must. Um, you know, our kids are, are primed and ready. All season it's been the same, you know, type of uh, a communication back and forth with the kids. So they know we mean business. Make sure that you're on time. If you're late, don't bother coming. Um, so this is all instilled in their head. They're primed and ready. We're war tested throughout the season. So um, come Thursday, we're going to find out what happens against Eastern. For you guys to have a home playoff game, too. How one special is that for you as a head coach for the first time to, you know, be able to be at home for this first game? Second, how much of an advantage is it? We've talked all season about how Gatone Stadium has that home field advantage type vibe to it. 
how awesome is it that you'll have the home crowd, you'll have your stadium, your feel, you know the energy in that building and what it means to play at Catone Stadium when the stakes are high, when the stakes are minimal, and everything in between. Um, again, our kids are poised and ready. It's just nice to be poised and ready and come out of that locker room. It's home. You're home. These are your fans. This is your community. You're representing it to the umpteenth degree in a, in a positive way. Um, they're just biting at the bit, man. I'm telling you, even the coaching staff, you know, it's, it's nice that we don't have to take no hour trip, two-hour trip, you know. We're home. We'll nestle in, make sure that we go ahead, dot our I's, cross our T's, and uh, come out to put on a big performance for the violent community. For everybody at home, too, with the consolation bracket, tell everybody kind of how that works and, you know, the format for it. It's obviously a newer addition to right. the postseason with New Jersey high school football, but talk to everybody listening and watching about how the consolation bracket works and, right. you know, what we should be looking for if you guys are able to take care of business on Thursday and progress, what the bracket kind of plays out to be as a whole. Okay, so right now, um, you know, the consolation bracket – it's basically thus. If you didn't make the state playoff divisional uh, bracket, you make what's called the consolation bracket. Um, only the top eight teams outside of the New Jersey state divisional playoff bracket make it. We're one of them. We're actually the first seed. Um, Very similar to March Madness with, like, your first four out. Right, right. Type of situation. So that's, that's how that plays out. Um, so with that being said... We play Eastern. Edison played plays Williamstown, or that's what it was. Now Williamstown, from what I understand, has dropped for whatever reason that may be. Um, and now Edison's waiting on the new team to fill in that that bracket spot. If we win, we advance to the uh, final against whoever wins out of Edison and in that uh, game. And then we win that game, we would play the winner out of the northern bracket. Okay? So there's a lot still on the table. So four in the south bracket, four in the north bracket. Right. Meeting of the minds right. for the championship. And guess what? Because we're the first seed, we get to host that also. So it can potentially be three games right in Gatone Stadium. Which, which is be huge. Huge, beautiful for the kids. Um, so we're looking forward to that. We're looking to, to, again, you know, first and foremost, we got, you got Eastern. Eastern on our plate. And that's all we're looking forward to playing. After that, let the chips fall where they may. But right now, all attention focuses on Eastern High School. You guys watch film the, uh, today as we record this on Monday night. What are some things that stood out to you guys, you know, from your – dive so far into what Eastern does this year compared to last year and what are some things that are similar and what are some things that you know you feel like you guys can really take advantage of playing against them and what are some things that it's like hey this week short week we got to really hone in on dialing in on these specific aspects of our game um what you're getting out of Eastern is a is a team that 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 plays uh you know disciplined football um you got they got a decent sized quarterback back there um, the running back runs hard, uh, you know. So those are their positives. Our positives are that we have a relentless defense that's just going to get – it doesn't matter if you have a 100-meter 
state champion back there. Fastest kid in the state. Doesn't matter if you have, you know, these high jumping uh, athletes at your wide receiver arena. Mm -hmm. Our kids play discipline, almost mistake-free defense, man, almost, with the exception of some things that we, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we talked about today during film. But um, they, play, they play rally football, man. Everyone rallies to the ball. All hats rally to the ball. They're very opportunistic. Um, I mean, one of the plays that bounces in my memory, Saquon Anderson, Receiver gets open right down the middle of the field. Receiver thought he had the – he high-pointed the ball and everything. Mm -hmm. Looked great. But guess what? Didn't Saquon – no, Saquon is a student of the game. As they're – he's coming down thinking he's very happy. I got the football. I got the football. There goes Saquon's arm inside of his and rips it out last minute. I mean, that kid's phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. And that's just one aspect mm -hmm. of the defense. Carter had a game. You know, Donnie St. Jean had a game. I mean, you know, Jerry had a game. I could keep the going on. Linebacker crew. The, the whole linebacking crew had a game. I mean, these kids are, are surprising people with how they play football. Not so much. We might not be gifted in areas where other teams have these unbelievable speedsters, you know, mm -hmm. on the edge or in the backfield. But what we lack in speed, we make up for in – Gameplay, in gameplay, we make up for it. So, um, yeah, we know what what Eastern has, um, but I know they watch film too, and they know what we have. Now that the regular season has kind of concluded, has there been any discussion? You know, to just let this team know that you can win games even if the defense gives up points. Like you don't have to rely on a shutout in no. order to win. No, um, and they know that. Um, again, we've, uh, we've adjusted some things even today, um, you know, for, for our guys to be in a better situation come this game. So, um, again, our kids know that. Our kids know that. But guess what? They also know that they have each other's back. So the offense has defenses back, defenses, offenses back, special teams. Um, so if one is lacking, the other will pick it up. It's not a blame. No mm -hmm. one's pointing a finger. You know, we always say point the thumb because it always points back at you. Yep. You know what I mean? So um, our kids are our disciplined group, and they're going to find ways to win, whether it's offensive, defensively, special teams, or all three. To kind of have, you know, the experience that you guys have had. Highs have been very high, have had some low lows, and have had some in-betweens that big-time learning experiences. How valuable – has this, you know, ride of a regular season been in preparation for what the postseason brings? Obviously, higher stakes, a lot more attention to detail on both ends of the football. How much of experiencing everything a football season can kind of throw at you do you think has and will prepare this crew for Thursday night? Uh, our kids have matured immensely throughout every game, um, and it's, it's shown every game. It, I mean, I'm, I'm still getting calls or texts from, you know, other coaches, you know, that, that tell me, Coach, you get better every week. You know, you may have had, you know, some stumbles, but you get better every week. And that's a testament to the, to the time that our coaches put in. That's a testament to the, you know, the time our kids put in and the discipline that they've gained throughout the time that we've been together. Um, so, you know, again, we're just going to keep plugging and, and we're anticipating this game for Thursday at 6.
we talked about it almost every week. Who are some players, you know, in this playoff game, higher stakes, you want higher performances that you're looking to step it up, raise that bar for themselves, raise the bar for the team, and go out and perform like we mentioned, you know, Ryan Maven, Noah Cruz, the captains on this team have done it week in and week out. Tank Powell has progressed every single week at quarterback. Who's, you know, the next crop that you're looking for uh, from this team to really step up and have their moment shine in the postseason? Uh, I'll tell you what, what I'm looking for this postseason is for our offensive line to have the, the whole line to have a staple game. Just play the game the way it's meant to be. Play, you know, full throttle every single play. Um, and really impose their will on the on the defensive uh, uh, front, um, you know, of Eastern. Um, so I'm, I'm, if I had to put a, a group and not just name kids, I would say the whole offensive line. I put it on your shoulders, guys. I want to see it this week, man, and I know they can do it. It's one in the trenches. I know they can do it. At yes. every level, you win in the trenches. We've seen the D-line really step up. The O-line every single week has been fantastic. Let's see it again, boys. Let's see it again. Let's see it again. We'll uh, we'll get our final thoughts and everything on Eastern, but let's talk about our alumni. You know, shift gears here, take a little breather. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights they are chopping on, player, Coach. Man. Six got- and two in October, and are bowl eligible. How about that? Huh? After a big time win against Indiana, Tyreem just another. You know. Rallying up the tackles, three more tackles in this one, a couple pass deflections, uh, and the Scarlet Knights are bowl eligible in October. Um, Again, Coach Ciano, what you've done with your staff, what you've done with your players, I mean, you have built something very special again over at Rutgers, and uh, very proud of you, your staff, you know, the kids. Um, This guy just, he knows football in Mm -hmm. and out. I mean... His staff, right there with him. I mean, they're they're zoned in. Um, you know, I can't I can't say enough about that. That that gentleman is a true coach, in and out. Um, so, you know, congratulations, and I hope Rutgers brings back a bowl win. That would be, be great. Put the bowl trophy right next to the Butkus <laughs> Award. We'll do the right whole next, thing. Right next to Tyreem getting the word that he's. <laughs> Drafted. Yes, bye-bye. I'm leaving now. <laughs> I'm going through the three letters, NFL. That's where I'm going. You know what's really funny too, Coach? I was, I was thinking about this this week uh, when I watched Isaiah Pacheco score once again in yeah, the presence yeah. of one Taylor Swift. I don't know about you, but it's very funny that Tyreen Powell wears 22. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? The Taylor Swift connections are all over the place with our kind of It's kind of weird. Jamil's man. making music. Tyreen yes. Powell wears 22, and Isaiah's <laughs> scoring touchdowns week in and we week out win. with Taylor Swift in, in his presence. Listen, man, uh, very, very proud of that young man as well. I mean, he's just – he's a he's a light in the room, man. I, it's – again, I say it, and I know I've said it, but I'll keep saying it. He is living out a dream. It's an alternate reality, Kyle. It's an alternate reality he's living out, man. Um, From him being on a team as decorated as the Kansas City Chiefs with that coaching staff, with Andy Reid, Mm -hmm. you know, then you add all these celebs, you know, Taylor Swift, the Swifties, Paul Rudd, you know, Hugh Jackman. I mean, the list is disgusting, man. And 
he's really living out this alternate reality, man. And it's, uh, it's a true testament to well, the type of person he is and the type of work that he puts into his craft. I mean, he makes everything look so easy, doesn't he? Any but, touchdown he scores, it's like the easiest, smoothest route, whether it's catching the ball or running, running. it. He makes it look like anybody could do it, yeah. which everyone knows not, not everybody, everybody can, can do, do it. it. No. You know, even – all right, for instance, that was his first catching touchdown, right, of the season, right? Okay. What people don't understand is Andy Reid knows this man in space can make one or two people miss. That's mm -hmm. not even a problem. What does he do? Gets the ball. Right when he turns around, the outside linebacker's on him now. Two-step. <laughs> right inside. <laughs> Gone. Touchdown. Looks easy. It's hard. But it is very hard. <laughs> it is very hard. So uh, kudos to Isaiah, man. I love you, bro. Keep on doing what you're doing, man, and keep representing yourself in the light that you are because um, he has he, he still has a lot to crack, man. He's, he hasn't shown us anything yet. Keep telling people the best is yet to come. Bro. Oh, 100%. They're like, oh, you know, this, he's got a Super Bowl ring. It don't matter. The best is yet to come from that kid. You haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen the plays where you're like, did it? Did that happen? Wait until they happen. You mean to tell me the brotherly love rivalry he has with Jamil, where Jamil's <laughs> been to two, and they you both never, have you one? Never know. You never know. He, want, he wants to yeah, be the king of vinyl with Super Bowl rings on his finger. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I'll tell you what. Those two, the relate. The it's relationship like Rocky and Apollo. Yeah, yeah. The relationship those two have. Tyreem, all the violent natives, they're tight, man. I'll tell you what, and I can guarantee you that, you know, uh, uh, Pop is very competitive, so he is thinking like that. Like, wait a minute, Jamil got the – he went to two, so I got – however, Jamil's also egging him on. Come on, yep. you got to – I'm at the top. Uh, you got to go. Let's go, you know. So it's it's a great camaraderie with that they have. Um, and I, I just – I love them kids, man. They're great kids. They're, they're faces of the program forever. They're stapled in forever. Um, and, again, there's so much to be seen out of both of them, man. So much to be seen. And then both Jamil and Isaiah got Tyreem. Focused on. They're right? focused in, man. He's, he's ready to come he's for them. ready next. to go. Um, and that's the beauty of it, that they all push each other in a great way. Kyle. And like still they, do at these levels. Yes. Like – Yes. I want everybody to know, like, I have great relationships with all three of them on a personal level. Right. Those three talk to each other quite a bit. All the time, man. Quite a bit. All the time. I mean, Pop, you know, he was up there to, to, to see that last game, yep. uh, Michigan State. Um, you know, he's always talking with Ray. He's always talking, you know, with Jamil. Um, and rightfully so. Rightfully so, man. Nothing changes. That, that's, the, that's the beauty of these men. They don't switch up just because they got a little bit of money coming in. They just because do they got that. a ring on their finger. Or a ring on their – they don't switch up, man. They are – Jamil is Jamil when I met Jamil back in high school. He's yep. the same guy, man. Okay? Beautiful person to be around. Great aura. Pop is the same pop I had in, in high school coaching him up. Mm -hmm. Family. Like He's he, just a little more bulky. Yeah. yeah he, <laughs> <laughs> I can show you pictures on this phone, man. That would be like, that was Pop. <laughs> you know? But – um. Same, you know, same. Um, and Tyreem, spotlight on him, not, not on him. Cool Tyreem, as a cucumber. As a cucumber. Man, he's a, just a great person, great person to be around. These three gentlemen we were gifted to have over here in Violent, 
uh, come through the program and um, shed a great positive light on the violent community. Kudos to all them men. And you're fooling yourselves if they're not going to be tuning in Thursday night oh, to watch this iteration of violent high school football go to work in the playoffs. Absolutely, they'll 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 find a way whether it's on their phone or they'll be they'll be watching. And um, you know we can't say enough about that. They always support us. We support them. And that's the bottom line. Violin go. That's it. And you'll be able to watch on the Violin Public Schools YouTube channel as well. Uh, so be sure to subscribe over there so you don't miss out on the broadcast. Click that bell icon because yes. you'll know exactly when the broadcast starts, when we go live, and you'll be with myself, Rich Scarpa, uh, on the call throughout the entirety yes. of the game. And hopefully we don't have um, another viral moment in the sense that we had last no, year no. against Eastern. I'm having deja vu just I talking know, about this. Um, no, none of this. None of, none of, we don't want to see this. None of this. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to see that no more. I mean, it, it's funny to talk about now, obviously, yeah. because we ended up winning the game. But just right. the fact that this is the matchup again, Yeah, it's fun to reminisce yeah. on that yeah, game a little you. bit. Uh, you know, we talked about it at the beginning of the year, but, you know, that play I think is one of the most iconic plays in Vineland High School football history, one way or the other, however you want to look at right. it, simply because it changed the trajectory of the game for a hot minute, yeah. and then you guys end up using that to go down the field and win that game. Absolutely. Where does that game in particular for you, you know, being on the coaching staff then and just being around this team for so long, where does that game kind of, you know, stick in mind for you in just the pantheon of, of historic games and just, like, iconic moments in Vineland High School football? Uh, I don't think that game will ever leave my, my, uh, my mental capacity, if you will. Um, just wrong. Wrong on every in, – in every sense of the word wrong, it was wrong. Um, but you know what? People like that, um, you know – what goes around comes around. Let's put it that way. Energy besets energy. And, um, you know, I don't wish those guys no ill will or anything, but shame on them. Shame on them for doing that to kids. Uh, I've said it before. Um, and uh, I'm sure they got their uh, comeuppance, if you will. I'm sure they did. How so. much of a, a spook factor do you think that plays for Easter, knowing that they're coming back into that same building and how much, you know, so you kind of have to make sure you do spook them coming right. into the building. It's, it's October, for crying out loud. Trick it's spooky treat. season. Trick or treat. How much do you want that to be a factor coming into Catone Stadium and making that postseason environment be scary for your opponent? Well, I'll tell you this much. Our kids are going to be loaded for Bear Thursday. They, they want to uh, accomplish their goals in having a winning season. Um, so that was one of the goals that they had set forth. You know, watch out because our kids are coming. That's all I can say. I'm not one to be here and, oh, yeah, we're going to win. I know our kids will be ready. And come Thursday, come kickoff, brace yourselves because our kids will be ready. Coach, final thoughts heading into Eastern, a Thursday night game, 6 p.m. Eastern time on the Vineland Public Schools YouTube channel. Be sure to tune in. Be sure to come out to Gatone State. Watch it live. Nothing like postseason football at any level. Uh, but your final thoughts to gear up and get ready for Thursday night football. Let me tell you something. We're excited. We want the community to come out in, in, in droves. Um, 
and the weather's going to be beautiful, pal. Weather's going to be like in the 70s on, on, on tomorrow, 80 on Saturday. I mean, come out. Watch these kids, man. Watch your kids. Um, you know, make sure that you support them because they're, they're going to put on a show. Um, and and that's, that's definitely going to happen, I'm telling you. These kids are rearing to go. They're rearing to give, you know, the audience what, what they deserve. A beautiful show, and um, hopefully everything gets put together the right way. We advance to the next game. It's a clean slate. It's a new season on the horizon. Everything that happened in the regular season, it's in the past. It's in the past, Kyle. You clean your hands from it. You don't worry about it anymore. Nope. It's a new season now that starts Thursday night against Absolutely. Eastern, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Be there. Be in the building. Be smart, but be rowdy. Yes. Make yes. it an environment that is scary for the opponent. If you're coming out to the game, it's going to be a ton of fun. Be sure to subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's where you get Guzman's Gridiron every single week. We're going through the playoffs. We're going through Turkey Day. So we still got a few yes. more episodes this more. season that you don't want to miss out on. So subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia, so you don't miss out in video form. Debuts every Wednesday night around 7, 8 o'clock. We try to get it out there for the people. Might be a little earlier this week, too, yes, with yes. a Thursday night game. So be sure to tune in there, uh, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And uh, Kyle, before I forget, one more thing. It's the blackout. There we go. It's the blackout. Wear your black. Our kids are coming with a beautiful outfit on, beautiful uniform. So. There it Way is. Black. Look good, feel good, Trick play good, baby. Halloween, let's Spooktober go. Spooktober is here. <laughs> Big thank you to our sponsors. This has been another episode of Guzman's Gridiron presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia from the Double Eagle Saloon and Deck Bar. We'll see you Thursday night for Thursday Night Football and back here hopefully talking about a big postseason win. I woke up saying it's about time. We're